Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Darren. Hello. We are on part two of what do we want to see in theme parks, from theme parks, in 2022. Still feels weird to say 2022. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, it doesn't seem possible, does it? The last two years have zipped by. Yeah, they have. But we're on part two. We've got a fresh, well, continued list. It's not a fresh list. Continued list that we didn't get through last week. Yep. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. We got the opening in quickly this time. Yeah, it took me ages to find it last time. <laughs> uh, so, you want to go first this week? I, felt I went first last week. Uh, yeah. Um, well, should we? We can start with um, Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Right. So, specifically the studios park, right? Because they. Um, as we as we just found out, it was back in 2018 mm. when uh, the three new lands got announced. So, is the official name Avengers Campus? Is that the, think, is that the I name of the land? So. Or? Right, yeah, okay. I think so. And then you've got Arendelle. Yep. Whatever the official name of that is, and then you've got Galaxy's Edge. Yep. So the three lands coming to the Studios Park. Um, so you've got yeah, Avengers Campus, Kingdom of Arendelle, and Galaxy's right. Edge. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so I mean, the Frozen Land, the Star Wars Land. There's no particular word on when they're going to be opening at the moment. No date attached, as far as no, I no found. Whether they, I don't know if they've broken ground on either of those. Yeah, not I entirely sure. Think, I think they have. I think they have. Right. Okay, well, that's something at least. Um, but then I suppose it wouldn't put it. it wouldn't put it past them to uh, leave a muddy pit there for a while. I mean, Frozen, even for something like Frozen, just I know there's probably going to be a Frozen 3. Probably. I mean, the only thing making money in, in Hollywood at the moment is sequels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the new, look at Pixar's new film. We've got Turning Red. Coming coming straight to Disney Plus. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. It's a weird one, that, isn't it? I don't I don't know why they're doing that. Um... Well, they seem to be quite worried about Omnitron over in the States. You said they are. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think the thing I didn't know America was worrying about COVID at all these days. Yeah, I don't know. America even heard of COVID. Yeah. Well, we can't really talk, can we? <laughs> there, there are several countries that form the United Kingdom 
And the one that we are in is the only one currently taking no measures against Omicron. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. It'll be fine. It's all good, man. Take your lateral flows if you want. <laughs> I love that about it. Like half the advice that our country, just to sidestep it slightly, half the advice that our country gives is like, we're going we're gonna to advise people to do this. And we're going to ask them to do this. It's like, well, yeah. You know, just when you, you know, ask somebody to do that, they're not going to do it. Take a, and they're always like, take a lateral flow if you're going to meet people that you don't normally meet. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Who am I going to meet? Yeah. Some shady people, Ryan. That's what it is. How do they think people meet friends? They just go like go to a pub by themselves and be like, all right, mate, do you want to be friends? <laughs> You've been my friend. That's such a weird thing to say. Because like, at the moment, everyone's being encouraged to work from home. Yeah. But in theory, those like... You know, it's not like those office meetings should, with like, clients and things like that should be happening, really. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what that's referencing. I guess unless you're going to like a concert or something, I suppose. But then they've got their own mm-hmm. rules on having tests in place. Yeah, I don't know. It's all a bit, it's all a bit, a little bit hard to follow don't sometimes. Isn't take it? a test. Don't take a test. <laughs> Stay at home. Go to work. <laughs> I like. I not to get too far into it, but. I did like the other day when they were sort of talking about how if you have a positive lateral flow, you won't have to have a PCR anymore. And they were making it out like it's a positive thing. Yeah, it's not. But it's not really. All they're trying to do is take the load off the PCR tests. Yeah. Um, and it means that, like you, like you know about, if you get a positive lateral flow and it's a, it's a false positive. We've had two. You'd, you'd have to isolate. Yeah. We've had two of those where we would have had to isolate. Yeah. And because then you get a com- confirm, you, you get a PCR to confirm and it comes back negative. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's they're, mad, not, they're not practical. But um, although I guess like talking in terms of travel and Disney parks and all that sort of stuff or theme parks in general, they, you, they're changing the rules on traveling, aren't they again? Yeah, yeah you don't have to test have, yeah. before you come back. Yeah. Or when you go or i can't remember. i don't know Although obviously the, the rules on when you go will depend on the country that you're going to because yeah just because yeah. our rules have changed in the uk so the us you still have to get tests yeah and I, th- I think well france is still close to us aren't they yeah but that's that's political yeah it's the french being the french isn't it yeah <laughs> you must not come here right now yeah. why things <laughs> all right Every person we let in, we want a fishing license. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you know how to fish, then you're welcome in France. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this difficult thing. Obviously, with, with travel rules and going to you know theme parks and stuff like that, it's always constantly changing at the moment. It does feel like we're in a good place where if things continue their course, I don't think the likes of America are likely to close again. I don't feel like they're going to close again. At all, doesn't feel unless, like... unless something unless like some new variant came out that was absolutely horrendous. Yeah, unless it was there was a devastating <laughs> variant, which yeah, you know, could happen. But I think based on the science, it's unlikely to happen. Yeah, it's kind of like when Biden said that we're not going to be doing any more lockdowns. It always feels a bit weird when politicians promise something that they have no control over. Like, why, yeah. why would you back yourself into that corner? Because if something does horrendously come around the corner, 
and you did have to lock down, then you'd get a load of stick for it. Then you're done, basically, aren't you? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I would have said, look, if, if things continue in this course with variants that are like this, we're not mm-hmm. going to be doing another lockdown. However, yeah. yeah, if there's another variant that is that is absolutely tearing through the country, then mm-hmm. I'll have to mm-hmm. take action. It's Why like is it difficult you... for politicians to do that? Well, it's like when you see on the news that they say so-and-so politician re- refused to, um, you know, rule out any new measures. It's yeah. like, well, why would they? Why yeah. would they do that? would be stupid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're not exactly going to turn around and say, yeah, yeah, well, Biden did. Yeah, we're not going to put any new measures in because why, you know, it just seems daft. I, yeah, I did anyway. find it funny when uh, Boris was doing a talk the other day and I sent you the clip, actually, where someone asked him a question and he just lost... There's like four things in the UK right now that you need to do. And yeah. he, he hasn't even got those memorised. So he's looking through his notes going, well, um, you need to, um, um, you uh, should uh, um, uh, test, uh, test, yes. Um, uh. And he's like, mate, four things literally yeah. set by your government. It's not difficult to remember. No, no, that's quite, that's quite poor. Refer back to the, the sonic ring that's currently in the, the main logo. What's oh, I, I saw people comparing it to hula hoops. Oh, it looks like a sonic ring to me. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I a gold boot, like ring in the in the word boosted, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm expecting like the Green Hills theme to come on any any second. It'd be great if they use that as their theme. They could re-smog d- dressed as tails or something. <laughs> Boris would make a good egg, uh, Dr. Eggman, wouldn't he? True. I mean, they all would, to be fair. Yeah, but he's got, like, the figure for it. True, true. You to give him a tash and shave his head. Put the hair on his head, on, on, the, on his ta- where his tash... Yeah, just cut it off and glue it on. Job done. Um, <laughs> where were we? Back to Paris. I suppose back, yes, back to Paris. I mean, it's all kind of related, COVID, it is, yeah. because obviously the plans that they were announced in 2018 were all before COVID. Mm-hmm. And so who knows what it's going to be? I mean, obviously... As we were talking before we started recording, each land has only really got one attraction. Apart from, I mean, Avengers Campus is going to have two because yeah. it's retheming, uh, um, retheming Aerosmith, yeah, um, attraction. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to have this. Was it the? Which one was it going to have? Was it going to have the Spider-Man attraction or was it going to have the Quinjet attraction? Spider-Man. Okay. I mean, it's going to be the worst of the two, isn't it? Yeah. True. I mean, um, I guess on just on while we're talking about Quinjet, mm. that was supposed to be opening as parts of phase two in in California, and I think also in um, I want to say in, in in China somewhere as well. Could be wrong, right? But um, there has been no talk about that attraction. Hong Kong Sorry, yeah. There's been no talk about about that attraction since around middle of last year when it was Disney announced some details on it and then deleted them. Right, okay. I, if, if I was to be a betting man, I would say this attraction is not going ahead. Yeah, or at least it's been shelved for a few years. Yeah. Potentially. They're delaying it in the same way that they're delaying Tron in Disney World. Well, be- bearing in mind, this was the attraction that is the like the crown jewel of the land. Yeah. Not which the Spider-Man a, side. Which is a weird one to sort of scrap, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Disney. It is funny though, isn't it? Like we obviously saw this with Galaxy's Edge, where they opened Galaxy's Edge in Disney World with just Smuggler's Run. 
Yeah, and then they, later on they open Rise of the Resistance. But at least that one was under construction. Yeah, I mean, obviously and, true. And, yeah, it's and almost ready to go. I think it was more like like delays because they couldn't get it working properly. Yeah, it's just a bit. It's just a bit poor that they have those problems. Like it just. Yeah. Like, like you're detracting from the opening of it if you've only got like one one attraction and then the, the other one's coming later on. That sort of thing. It's like, well, yeah, maybe you should have opened them both at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Quite I mean, I've got lots of issues with Galaxy's Edge that we'll get onto, but like, yeah, it's Imagineering is a mess because the Disney higher ups have made it a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you so, can't yeah, restrict so... creativity to a number on a spreadsheet. You just can't do it. Yeah, and I know you can't give them endless money. I'm not. I'm not an idiot, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can't tell them to innovate and come up with new technology for for attractions, but also putting a number to it. And really yeah. making that number quite restrictive. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a balance between investment and innovation, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and Disney's got the money to spend on innovation. Like we're not talking about some startup company. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's all. It's, it's it's a classic thing of you get as much as you put into it. Yeah. Like you know, if if they if if they were to throw a huge amount of money at them, like double the size of Imagineering before it was, then yeah, you'd get more innovation, you'd get more attractions and all this sort of stuff. But obviously they don't need it. No. But, you know, they can't expect, they can't expect to get the same output with half, whatever the, well, whatever the number they've gone down to, half, quarter, don't know. Well, look at the attractions that, that are on that list. <laughs> One of them is is new and that's a reskin. What, the, you're talking about the Paris ones? Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is open in another Disney park. Yeah, because obviously... Again, in, why is Paris just constantly being screwed over? Yeah, obviously in in the Frozen Land, you've got... Um, Frozen Ever After. Frozen Ever After. In Galaxy's Edge, you're going to have Smuggler's Run. No, no Rise sorry, of, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, obviously in, in Avengers Campus, you're going to have the, uh, the Spider-Man ride. So, yeah. But then even the Iron Man one is only a re-theme. Yeah. So it's not even like a brand new from the ground up attraction. No. And as you you said, there's no opening date or even year attached to Kingdom of Arendelle or Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a bit worrying, obviously, given, you know, other things that we've seen in other parks and things like that, like where where they're going to fit in, how long, you know, they're obviously going to be delayed more than what they would have been. You know, when yeah. they were announced in 2018, and you know, whatever the planned date would have been in 2018 is obviously been completely thrown out because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. Um, the one that we can sort of, I, I wouldn't even say say with certainty, is Avengers Campus is planned to open in summer 22, right? Yeah, and it was delayed from last year, so I would say that's almost ready to go. Right, okay, so it was originally 21, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you would hope we should be okay for 22. Um, it's on the map we'll... now. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, although it's interesting that I, th- I thought they were getting rid of um, like Motors Action as well. I also assumed that, yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, that's still on the map. I thought that was going. Which is a bit strange. Um, it feels like they should get rid of it. I mean, obviously, they need to hold on to everything they've got right now. Because... Oh, that part was a mess. Yeah. God. <laughs> When you look on the map, that is horrendous. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got they, the um, the studio tour now with cars in it. Like, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> so that's that's gone. Like, I mean, no, no point going on that. Is that what's called the Cars Road Trip? Yeah. Right. Okay. 
Um, you've got Mickey yeah. and the Magician, which is a good show, but seasonal. Yeah. Toy Story Playland, just put it in the bin, to be honest. Yeah. RC Racer is, all, is, is pretty good, but it's a, it's a fairground ride that's been yeah. reskinned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Tower of Terror and Crush's Coaster and Ratatouille. And which Crush's Coaster is currently closed on the list of attractions, but obviously that yeah. could just be if it's down for maintenance or whatever. But um, it got, I mean, don't get me wrong, Crush's Coaster, Ratatouille, Tower of Terror. I mean, Tower of Terror is all right in Paris, it's not, yeah, I mean, it's not quite as good as others, but it's still, it's still a decent ride. But Crush's Coaster, absolutely incredible ride, and mm-hmm. stands out as being, I think, something that. Disney World or Disneyland should have copied. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the ugly building that it's in now. <laughs> that just warehouse that you can see. I mean... It's like, okay because it's got some, like, splats of, like, mm. crush and stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> that, made, that, made, that made it all right. Yeah, yeah. But good... Blends into the grey sky. I mean, I would have put that in uh, nearby the seas in Epcot, personally. Yeah, that, that could have worked really well. And it feels like it feels like uh, Finding Nemo is quite a classic sort of franchise these days that you can yeah. easily get. You you know it's beloved. I think I can't see them um, changing the seas at Epcot to anything other than Finding Nemo anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cars, on the other hand, it doesn't feel like not. It feels like not so much, and yet there seems to be more and more Cars stuff these days. Mm. It seems like it seems weird that they're adding more Cars stuff when. Mm. I mean, I can't see a Cars 4 coming on, can you? I, I can't see it, but I can't, who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's very true. Who, do, who I do, mean, who knows? But... I could see some, I, I don't know if they've already announced some Disney Plus material for Cars. Not sure. That I can see happening. I don't feel like I've heard any. But then, um, if I see Cars mentioned, I just ignore it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you just blank out. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, the studios park is is in a very poor state. I mean, it was it was in a poor state beforehand. Yeah, um, and it's even worse at the moment. Um, so obviously, you know, Avengers Campus when, when that opens in twenty two or in summer, um, you know, it should put a bit little bit of life into it. Although it's own is that is it going to be opening with both attractions? Which one? Um, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are going to be opening with both. I think so, yeah. Right, okay. That's good. That's something at least. Um, but that is something to look forward to. Like in Paris, it's nice to see something something new open. Yeah, and the studios um, is in desperate need of it. It really is in desperate need of it. So to bring like a couple of new attractions in um, is definitely a positive thing. Uh, and, you know, hopefully the likes of the, the Frozen Land and the Gatton Star Wars Land will open in the next in the few coming years but yeah i, I still don't understand why midway mania is not in toy story playland uh no that's in that's in the other park isn't it no midway mania doesn't exist in paris oh does it not no i don't know why i'm thinking that maybe i'm getting confused with um disneyland I also find it weird that they've got the they've got Toy Story Playland and Worlds of Pixar in the same park. 
Well, I mean, that's kind of like in uh, Disney World, isn't it? Where you've got Toy Story Land and then you've got Pixar Place. Yeah, but at least, Which... I suppose at least this one does have attractions in both. Right, okay. But it's uh... still... <laughs> I mean, Toy Story, I, I, Toy Story Land is, is weak. It's, the, it's so weak. It's very weak, isn't it? Obviously, it's like the original one. Um, the original, like, Toy Story Land, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but, it, it, you know, it doesn't live up to the other ones that they've got these days. Well, I just think even if they had, if they had Midway Mania, it's a different story. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking they did have it, but I'm obviously getting confused. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, that, I mean that, should, that attraction should be everywhere, right? Yeah. I love that attraction. Yeah, um, it should be. Yeah. I mean, you know, we took, I say we, Disney, <laughs> Disney World took uh, Ratatouille. So uh, Paris should take Midway Mania. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, um, so yeah, so that's Paris. Something to look forward to for 2022, which is yeah, obviously a positive, I mean, I positive th- step. I, I might get over to Paris this year. I don't know. It depends on COVID. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it depends. It's going to be easier to get to America than it is Paris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously it depends on like the Paris travel rules and all that sort of stuff, what their, yeah. what their rules are like. Obviously, it's it's relatively easy for us to get over there for like a weekend, that sort of thing, um, mm. like from the UK. Although you can't go from, I feel like somebody said recently you can't go from Ashford anymore. Oh, really? You have, have to, to go from St Pancras, I think. It's easy to get to St Pancras for us, though. It, it's not too bad, is it? I mean, obviously Ashford's Ashford's probably harder to get to technically because you have to drive there. You know, you can't. It's not. Whereas with St Pancras, you can just get a train straight to for Victoria. Us. Yeah, you can get a train up there. Yeah, it's, it's about, um, I'd say for us to get to St Pancras, it's about an hour and 40. Yeah, it just feels annoying that you have to go further away from Paris to then, yeah. go, to then go back. Yeah, um, it is. It is for, for us in particular, obviously, yeah. if you're north of London, then it doesn't make a difference. But No, no. no. Um, so first one, on my, well, next one on my list, is to see more of Epic Universe. Yes. Huge, huge. It's going to be huge for Orlando. And I'm really, as I know we talked about it before, but I hope this is the thing that kicks Chapek to the curb and and Josh tomorrow. And um, I can't, I always forget his name, the Imagineer that's in charge of the Epcot um, reimagining who couldn't be further up Chapek's bottom. (laughs) I don't know his name. Jack Ridley, I want to say his name is. Okay. Okay. Um, annoying, yeah. annoying human being. Very annoying. <laughs> I mean, if he's up, if he's up uh, Chapek's ass, it doesn't surprise me. He's not. I mean, I think he thinks himself as the next Joe Rody. Right. But it's like, you're, you're not even budget Joe Rody. You're bicycle Joe Rody. <laughs> Poundland Joe Rody. Poundland, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, if if they've got any sense, Universal won't scrimp on Epic Universe. Well, Comcast you know, have got cash. They've got cash. And I think they, if they throw, you know, if they don't cut the budget because of COVID and all that sort of stuff, if they really go for it, then they'll make a massive dent on Disney. Oh, because huge. given the cutbacks that Disney are doing and all that sort of stuff, if Epic Universe comes out and it's like, you know, full fat Epic Universe, 
yeah. nothing's really been cut, then they'll do really well. And yeah, they'll, uh, they'll show the fact that they're investing and Disney aren't. Well, as far as I understand it right now, Disney attend- Disney World attendance is down. Universal right. Orlando attendance is up. Right, okay. So people are yeah. getting annoyed with Disney. Which, although to be fair, I mean, that might be a case of because they have slight, you know, there's slight difference in audience to yeah. a degree. Like, obviously, there's a, there's a big overlap. But obviously, Universal tends to target a slightly older audience than Disney does. And a slightly older audience might be perhaps be more likely to go if you've got like, you know, teens and that sort of stuff. They'll go with friends, whereas families perhaps are less likely to go during COVID. Are you, have you been reading from Chaffet's book of how to talk to shareholders? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not trying to justify it for Disney. I'm saying I think it's not surprising that Universal are going up. Yeah, no, I do agree. I, I think they also care at the, at the minute. They seem to care. <laughs> Piper's got many things to say on this. Piper has a lot to say on Universal yeah. Disney yeah. attendance. Yeah, she's quite the expert in crowd management. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like Universal seem to care a bit more. Yeah. Um, and they seem to be putting like more investment in and all this sort of stuff. Um, that's what it certainly seems to be. Yeah, um, definitely. And I mean, it's even little things like this week they ran out of carry cases for the lightsabers. Right. Trying to carry on, trying to be a professional here. <laughs> so they, they were like, oh, well, you can have a plastic bag, like a see-through plastic bag. Right. There's these pictures of people who had paid for the premium experience. I don't know, like, yeah, whatever price that is these days, it's over a hundred dollars. Yeah, it? it's ridiculous money. Yeah, where like carrying a pla- like a lightsaber in a plastic bag, like over their shoulder, and it's like, yeah, that's poor. Now you say that they ran out, or did they just? It's they just phased them out. Well, I'm phasing them out, or they're going to start charging like fifty dollars for a box. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me. No, but I mean, Epic Universe for me, if. If they nail it, like, especially Nintendo, mm-hmm. yeah. If they put give that park enough space for Nintendo, mm-hmm. Disney will see a massive dent in their attendance because Mario. I mean, we don't know at this point what's going into Nintendo at Epic Universe. Mm-hmm. We know obviously what's in Japan is very Mario based. Yeah, we know Hollywood is getting one attraction. I think it's just getting the Mario Kart attraction. Yeah, the, the one in Hollywood seems quite small. It's really small. I wouldn't even call yeah. it a land. I mean, it looks compact in Tokyo. Yeah, it does. Or, oh, sorry, not Tokyo. It's not Tokyo, is it? Saka, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Um, it looks compact there. Yeah. But Hollywood looks even smaller. Yeah, because it's only got one ride. It's not got the Yoshi ride. Yeah. But there, I've seen plans for a Donkey Kong coaster, which I think Japan is getting further down the line. Okay. So if Epic Universe opened with Mario Kart, Donkey Kong, and Yoshi, mm-hmm. but in my mind, they should take it a step further and include a Legend of Zelda attraction mm-hmm. and, I mean, a Pokemon attraction. At the very oh. least, a, po- a Pokemon... I mean, we talked about this before, but mm-hmm. a um, Pokemon Center. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. But I like, think a 3, be... like a 3D Pokemon show, anything like that. Yeah. I, th- I think it feels... It's surprising that they haven't opened or haven't planned for, you know, a Pokemon something in like 
Osaka and things like that. Yeah. Because you think, you know, Pokemon is a huge franchise that would, you know, be incredibly popular. Whatever they, whatever they put there, it would be incredibly popular. Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. Um, so it feels like it feels like they should be doing something, and it feels like obviously Epic Universe would be a prime place to put that because I mean they they can put it anywhere. You yeah, know, they've got you they've know got they, space. Yeah, they've got space. They can design it around it. That sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean there has been talk of having two areas for Nintendo: one on the initial opening and one further down the line. Right. Um, but I don't think anyone's really seen like any revised plans anytime any like in re- recent months. Mm-hmm. Since kind of things got paused for COVID and then started up again, I know that things are underway. They're building um, like all the places to store equipment and like temporary offices and all that stuff has been built or is currently being built. So yeah. like, the project is properly underway now. Mm-hmm. When will I think it will open? Probably my my guts is twenty five. Right. Yeah. 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 That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, um, and that's probably pushing it for for a new park. If it opens in twenty five, bearing in mind they only you know that's remove COVID because they did stop work completely. Mm-hmm. It would open in less time than it took Disney to build Tron. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a copy and paste attraction. Copy and paste attraction. But we'll see when it opens. But for yeah. me, like the most exciting thing happening in Florida right now is that park. And, and purely, yeah. purely for Nintendo. Yeah, because I mean, obviously you've got like... Tron's Tron is you know it's exciting in the fact that I you know we neither of us have ridden it before. No, so I'm looking forward be to some, it. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Obviously, we know exactly what it's going to be because it's a copy and paste. Got um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, uh, Cosmic Rewind. That obviously is exciting because it's a brand new attraction. That's all you know, never seen before. That sort yeah. of thing. Um, but otherwise there's nothing nothing else on the way is it pepper pig world <laughs> i no, i was thinking i was month. i was thinking in florida although florida. I, yeah yeah i want the the um the park right yeah 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 <laughs> opens next month when you said pepper pig world i was thinking of something i was thinking of the one in the uk oh yeah no they're opening a whole new park there yeah an entire park isn't it dedicated to pepper pig yeah yeah yeah, interesting choice. Yeah, but like <laughs> Epic Universe, I can't wait. And to be around of an age where I could visit a, a new theme park within its first year, yeah, is so exciting for me because I that, that's not happened to me before. It, you know, it has when no. I was a kid. I mean, obviously there was you know we could have gone to the likes of Shanghai, that sort of thing. But... Yeah, it's it's not the easiest. I mean, I know it's still. A flight and stuff, but the language barrier, all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, Epic Universe is a bit more accessible to us. Yeah, I mean, and, and actually, I was at Animal Kingdom within its first year, technically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I may have been as well, well. To be fair, yeah. like it was probably. Yeah, and and um, uh, Islands of Adventure. Adventure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we that, when it. we first when we first went in '98, that didn't exist. Yeah, um, so we, we have done it, but not of an age where it's like really fresh in our minds. Yeah, yeah. No, I so, certainly couldn't tell you what. No, the first time going into a brand new Animal Kingdom or brand new Islands of Adventure. Well, I, been I can tell you what, exactly how I felt walking into Islands of Adventure, and that was terrified <laughs> because of all the roller coasters. Yeah, but 
yeah, to go to be able to go into to, um, Epic Universe, I, I genuinely can't wait. And Nintendo is, you know, I've been playing Nintendo consoles since I was like three years old. Mm-hmm. Not even like exaggerating, three years old. Yeah. So if they get this right, it's going to bring in audiences from generations. Yeah. Because yeah, who absolutely. hasn't played Mario Kart? Yeah, at some point. Who doesn't like... know who Yoshi is or has at least at least recognised Yoshi? Mm-hmm. Same with Donkey Kong. Yeah, exactly. They're classic characters, aren't they? That that transcend multiple generations. Yeah, of people these days, aren't they? So, if I tell my mum yeah. they're making a Donkey Kong roller coaster based mm. on the um, the minecart portion of Donkey Kong Country and Donkey mm. Kong Country Two, she will lose lose it because that was like the only game that I've really ever played with my mum. Right, yeah. When you were growing up. Growing up, getting I was getting stuck on those levels and my mum would come and help me. Does she not play Gears of War, of War with, with you, Ryan? No, sadly not. <laughs> sadly not. Do you feel like she would enjoy chainsawing Pete? Um, I feel like she would as well. I yeah. think I might have to give it, let her give it a go and see what she thinks. Yeah, there you go. It would take, probably take her a while to figure out what button to press, though. Happens to us all, Ryan. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. But yeah, more of Epic Universe. Just seeing a few of those plans maybe announced this year by Universal would be yeah, cool. Cause, yeah, because nothing's really confirmed as to what's going in, right? Well, I don't think since they, everything's changed, they've even confirmed that Nintendo is going in. No, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like they've ever confirmed that Nintendo's going in there. They've shown um, the they've shown the map, and it was clearly there a, a, a part yeah. of it that was Nintendo. But I believe that map has changed since COVID and they haven't right. shown off the new. And, oh, and as okay. you said, they never said, this is Nintendo. They just yeah. had the, the concept it was Because I know we spoke about something, I can't remember when, it was in the last 18 months, where it was sort of like, oh, you know, if they put Epic Universe on hold... They have what to is their, Nintendo somewhere. Yeah, what are their contract contract yeah. obligations for Nintendo? Would they end up putting it in, in Universal Studios? Um, that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, which there's certainly space for because you just bulldoze ET, um, bulldoze ET, or bulldoze um, forbidden. No, what was it? What's Lost Continent? Lost Continent. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's getting whether... excited about that attraction reopening. I'm like, why? I why? thought people get excited about um, you could have a meet and greet with some of the characters or some random characters from that attraction. Yeah, and it's like, who ca- who cares about that? Who cares? Like, sure, like there's probably a tiny pocket of like hardcore fans for that attraction. Yeah. Everyone else is terrible. Even, you know, either the people that know the parks well will not care. And the public, the general public that don't, you know, follow all that stuff certainly won't care. No. no I mean, <laughs> it, really, it really surprised me that that land still exists. Oh, yeah. Massively. They may as well call it the pathway into Potter. Yeah, I, I I I'm just so surprised that it, like it didn't it hasn't been consumed by Potter. Yeah, um, I mean it's, you know I'd almost put Legend of Zelda like Legend of Zelda would actually fit in there really well because actually you wouldn't have to do an awful lot to the, to the design of the land. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, I mean you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they've certainly got space to put put it elsewhere. Um, obviously, I would hope. Obviously, if they put it in Epic Universe, it probably gives them a little bit more room to grow. 
because obviously wherever they put it in, whether they put it in islands or whether they were to put it in Universal Studios, um, you're limited a bit by space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like particularly Lost Continent is probably maybe a little bit too small if, to, if they were to put it in there, like the entire well, land. You'd be surprised. I think they could fit the one in Japan in quite comfortably. Yeah, the problem is it feels like it feels like the one in Japan is it does feel too small. Yeah, it, feel, it definitely feels like they had to work with some space and fit it in yeah. where it's had to go. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they would do better if they. I mean, it feels like they have more space in in Universal Studios, where like ET and I always forget the name of that land. Um, yeah, I do as well. Yeah, whatever it is, like the the cartoon, the the sort of the kids area that sort yeah. of section. If they were to get to get rid of all of that, that's probably the most space that they've got between the two parks. Mm. But obviously, with Epic Universe, they could dedicate as much space as they want, and they yeah. can plan for the future and plan like a second phase and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, think, fingers crossed we hear more of that, more of that this year. Um, yeah, some what, updated concept art, bit yeah, more just confirmed the, stuff yeah. of what's going in there would be nice. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, obviously, we're not we're not expecting anything to be open. No, um, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Um, is, you got anything else on your list? Uh, no, not at the moment. I think you got a couple bits, right? Yeah, just a couple other bits. Um, one is an expansion announced for Galaxy's Edge, or mm. or some kind of change to Galaxy's Edge. Right. You know, it's been open for three years now. Two years? Three years? Three years? Opened yeah. in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it? so three years it will be this year. Yeah. And it's great. You know, I, I do love Galaxy's Edge. I think it's designed well. I've talked about it before. I still think, particularly after watching the first couple of episodes of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. Tatooine or an existing planet would have been a better fit. And I think if Disney had, if Disney had been under someone else, and including Iger in this as well, because mm-hmm. he was the one that signed it off, let's be honest, then they would have had a different planet for different the different lands across the different parks around the world. Yeah. That that is your ideal experience because that encourages you to go to different parks around the world. Now what I'd like to see for Galaxy's Edge is two things. One, an additional attraction which there is room for. Two, yeah. scrap the story. Just scrap get put it in the bin. I don't care. No one cares. Yeah. And bring Good. me Star Wars characters from episode 1 to episode nine yeah yeah it, it really does feel like they sort of back themselves into a corner a little bit um yeah. by putting too where, much of a story on it why can't you know where can i meet ahsoka i no. can't like one of the most popular characters in the star wars universe and you cannot mm. meet her anywhere yeah and that's the th- that's the thing they've obviously got um well they've got an ahsoka is it animated or no no it's a, it's a live is it, action is it a live action film uh, no, series. TV show series, right? Okay, so they've got they they've got that one coming. They've got Obi Wan coming. Yeah, they've obviously got Mandalorians already here. Book of Boba Fett's already here. Yeah, they've got you know, uh, Cassie and Andor. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's there's rumors of other shows in the works, which there will be other shows in the works. So yeah, um, Kia, Kira, Kira, is it Kira? I can't remember. I've not seen Solo in a while, but Amelia Clark's character. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rumours of that coming, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, there's certainly a lot more news in terms of TV shows, Star Wars TV shows than there are um, films. 
Well, Patty Jenkins' film has been shelved, apparently. Yeah, every 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 sort of like few months you get there's sort of like news of like so and so's films. You know, they're working on this, and then a few months later, it's always oh, been shelved or yeah, it's been scrapped or there's you know creative you've differences. Ryan, you've had Ryan Johnson's trilogy been shelved. You've had Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron film shelved, and yeah. you've had the um, Game of Thrones guys' films been shelved. The yeah. one that hasn't been is um, from Taika Wahiti. Oh, okay. He's working okay. on a film. No, 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 no idea what it's about. But as far as I know, that is still in in the works. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and sure, like, you know, I mean, maybe maybe TV is a better way to go. Maybe you know, I'm they happy can probably shows. The shows are fantastic. Can, that's the thing. They can they can spend more time on the story. And sort of, you know, pro- progress it as like a slow burn sort of thing mm. compared to a film where they've only got three hours at most to sort of tell a story, you know, over, say, Obi-Wan, they can run that for multiple series. Yeah, I mean, they I can really develop the story. I would much rather have Star Wars at the quality it's at right now with Mandalorian and Boba Fett yeah. than I would the quality of the last three films. And I'm not saying I didn't like the last three films three films because i did i enjoyed them i'm a star wars fan that has enjoyed all of the films yeah but the the recent trilogy had no no cohesive story yeah it certainly had its faults didn't it um and i agree you know i enjoyed them but yeah they definitely had their faults whereas Um, john favreau dave filoni my word those those are doing well wrong yeah i'm sure they will (laughs) at some stage but right now I mean, Filoni, yeah, there, there hasn't really been sort of a, a, a miss so far, has there? Well, Filoni has never done a bad Star Wars project. Mm-hmm. He's done, he did two Clone Wars shows, one um, in a different style of animation. Um, there's Star Wars Rebels. He did um, Bad Batch, which is great, actually, surprisingly good. I've not seen that yet. Yeah, it's really good. I thought it was going to be terrible because I wasn't interested in the characters. Yeah. But it, it was really good. And obviously now he's working with Favreau on Mando and Boba Fett and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's involved in Obi- if they're both involved in Obi Wan. I don't think they are. But I oh, could okay, be right. That would be weird if they weren't to but, some degree. I mean, give me a General Grievous set up an origin series that would be incredible. Because yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he existed before as an alien before he entered the the droid armor. Right. Okay. Which is why he has like. His organs still intact, if, if that mm. makes sense. When he's it's like, fleshy, and why he's struggling to breathe all the time. Yeah. Like, give me like a one-off series, like ten episodes that shows his story and his downfall, and like how he became the, the leader of the droid army. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think people would watch that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's he's so a great many fan favorite character as well. That's the thing. There's so many sort of great characters in in the Star Wars universe that they could put an origin story on. Yeah. Instead of doing one about Cassian Andor. Yeah, it's like of all the characters <laughs> that I think people care about, Cassian Andor is not one of them. No, it's a strange one that. Very, very strange. strange. Maybe it'll be great. I'm sure it will be good. But, but it is curious, isn't it? Um, but that, but that's the thing. All of these sort of attractions, all, all these series and films have no place in Galaxy's Edge. No. Um, no, no nothing. Nothing does. Yeah. So it seems short-sighted to pin it to some story that you can't really add to. Well, Avengers, as I said last time, Avengers Camp has got it right in that respect because, you know, they had zombie Captain America appear after the uh, zombie episode of What If. 
Right. Yeah. Next day, almost, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Why, you know, why is Galaxy's Edge not taking advantage of the Star Wars shows? Yeah. Showing me an alien that just appeared in, but I'm not going to spoil anything, but aliens that just appeared in Boba Fett, episode two, should be appearing in Galaxy's Edge the next day. Yeah, it seems very short-sighted, doesn't it? it it's it's very... Because people don't care about the continuity. No. People, like, you know, maybe, there's a, maybe it's kind of like with uh, um, Forbidden um, Lost Continent. Um, there's probably a pocket of super fans that would yeah. care. But 99% of the people will not care. I'm going to, to Galaxy's Edge to see Star Wars. No, I yeah. don't care what part of Star Wars I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm not bothered if I'm seeing Ray one second and then 10 minutes down the road, I'm seeing Darth Maul mm-hmm. like Qui-Gon. I do not care. Yeah, yeah. All you, all you want is a decent Star Wars experience. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not really... You, you, you just don't care about the continuity of it. You, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, a theme park, I'm not watching a film. Yeah. You know, if yeah, I'm watching... Yeah. The next, you know, let's say they bring out episode 10. I don't, think, I don't think they're going to, but let's say they do. And suddenly, you know, all of a sudden Yoda walks in, fully <laughs> flesh, not in his in his force ghost form, or Darth Maul, you know, both bad characters because they can actually come back. But you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, someone comes back and you're like, hold on a second. Yeah. They're from episode one. A Queen Amidala, you know. Yeah. He walks in. <laughs> Padme walks in. You're like, hold on. But in Galaxy's Edge, it's not a problem. I'm yeah. in a theme park. I want to see the stars characters that I like. Yeah, yeah. And give me a ride that does that. Like I know Star Tours does and it does it really well. And that's why I enjoy it mm-hmm. because it throws the timeline in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes, well, I'm a pod racing now. And then all of a sudden I'm taking down a walker on, on Hoth. Yeah. Like the, those yeah, timelines don't fit, but I don't care because I'm having fun. Yeah. And the, and the funny thing was you, you were, um, uh, you, you walked into the attraction and it and it's like um oh, I can't think of what the planet is. Um where the Ewoks are. Oh um e- uh, yeah. yeah Endor. Endor, yes, Moon of Endor. Yeah. yeah, you like you the attraction the setting of the attraction from the outside is like Endor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet you're you're like flying around Hoth and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't care. Yeah. Because you're having fun. Yeah. And they've and I got, I get the purpose of the land, and I get tr- trying to make the land work really well. But it's a Star Wars environment. I get mm. the over oh, cantina looking like it does, but I want to see Star Wars characters, and I want to experience Star Wars from across everything that I love about Star Wars. I don't, I don't want to be restricted to a story that happens in the sequel trilogy, which is now, to be honest, you know, no longer relevant. Yeah, the the, the focus of Lucasfilm now is on the High Republic. I think it's the High Republic, which is... Oh, set, that's, that's way back. That's like yeah. 400, 300, 400 years ago in the, in the yeah. timeline. That's where they're focusing probably their films as well. Mm. Galaxy's Edge is now, now no longer relevant. Avengers yeah. Campus doesn't suffer from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it's very strange decision. And, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they change it over time. Um, I think that they, you know, they, Yeah, and they start introducing more sort of like different characters and things like that because yeah. yeah it just won't be it will quickly be irrelevant i mean it already is you know out of date essentially yeah um um i mean yeah, i can understand it it's difficult because they they have 
you know, TV series and films and everything spanning quite a, a range of timelines and things like that. But you think, well, why did you not foresee that? You know. Well, but I'm I'm fine. I'm perfectly happy with the attractions to be set in that trilogy. They have to. They have sure. to do that. They have to fix it to something. But. Yeah, but for to not for, for me not to be able to see Ahsoka, Darth Maul, General Grievous, you know, whoever just walking around that land mm-hmm. feels like a real misfire. And I yeah. think they they think more Star Wars fans care about that stuff than they actually do. Star Wars fans just want to meet and see their favorite characters. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's they you know they get a lot of stick from the films and things like that when they're not well received and things like that. And, you know, there are a lot of sort of like, you know, hardcore Star Wars fans, but does that, does that sort of convert to the parks? It doesn't feel like it does. Yeah. And like, who, who do they speak to about this land? Like I, I, who, I wonder what Star Wars fans said. Yeah. I really want to see a new planet that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Star Wars fans would have gone Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as like, Obviously, well, Mandalorian is not set on Tatooine, but um, Book of Boba Fett, presumably Obi-Wan is going to be set on ta- Tatooine. At least part of it, you'd think. At least yeah, part at least part I'm assuming it. he's going to have to leave because I mean, Darth Vader is in it. And mm. I would assume Darth Vader just doesn't doesn't discover <laughs> Luke Skywalker because otherwise the New Hope wouldn't happen. Yeah. But yeah. at some point, I guess Obi-Wan is going to be called off-world for something. Mm. But even Mando, you go, they, they do go to Tatooine. Yeah, they go to Tatooine. Point, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you think, I mean, whether Ahsoka will, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. you think you've got three TV shows that are recently or have come out and that are coming out that feature Tatooine. And you've yeah. and it features heavily in all of uh, the film franchises? No, I don't think the sequel trilogy there's a there's a scene on Tatooine. Is there not? No, I don't think so. when you say this this uh the sequel trilogy is in the newest ones. Yeah. Well, Ray goes back to Tatooine, doesn't they? Doesn't she? Does she? Yeah, right at the very end with the um. What's oh, right, right at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at I the end. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so they all touch on My name's Tatooine Ray. at some Ray point. Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Identity theft's not a joke, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Someone didn't have this written into the story from the start, did they? That's clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it does feel very strange. Like it feels like Tatooine would have been a safe bet. Like you can yeah. you can put any any timeline in Tatooine. Would have been perfect. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's bought like it's a desert planet, but there's lots of in- I mean, we've seen from the shows, there's lots of interesting stuff happening on Tatooine that I mm. didn't know about in you know, I don't I won't confess to being the world's best Star Wars fan that has read all of the books, all of the comics. And I'm not one of sure. those, just because of the time thing, really. But there's lots going on in Tatooine that they could have included. Yeah, but you could have put Jab- Jabba's palace in in the background of like kind of like um, Beast Castle is in Fantasyland. Yeah, yeah, you know, that could have been up up on the in the distance. You could have had the, the actual cantina rather than Hogus Cantina. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the docking bay where the Falcon sits. Like for crying out loud, where it yeah. actually sits in the film. I, I mean, it would have made so much more sense, really, to base it off that. And because because Tatooine features in even to some degree features in every saga that they've done, that would have made so much because that would have covered like every generation. Yeah. Right. Because you yeah. know the people that love the originals, they would have been happy. The people that, that love the sequels and the prequels would have had some sort of mention to it. And you think, 
Well, half of episode one takes place in Tatooine. Yeah. And episode so, two, they go back there. It's just, it's just very surprising that they didn't do that. It's, it's yeah. very surprising. It is. It is. Um, but I suppose finally on, on the list, mm. I just want to see more theme parks in 2022. And I, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, we were very limited last year. We, we managed yeah. to, you know, during a pandemic, I think I've considered myself lucky, A, to have gotten through it, B, mm. to have managed to get to theme parks last year, even in the UK. Yeah. But this year, I really want to make it over to America in the very least. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we've been talking about Japan for a few years. I think that's a few years off still. Yeah, I mean, Japan, my understanding is they're not letting anyone in. No, but they're going to have um, to eventually. But e- even then, I kind of want to think, I want a clear, like, year of the of Japan, like, being open and things yeah. being a bit more normal. Yeah, if it's, if it's a... If it's in a, a park that you've never been to, it does feel like it's worth waiting. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, because you know, it's it doesn't feel like it's going to be the same experience. Like there's definitely there's going to be something that won't be clo- that will be closed. Um, you know, yeah. you'll be you'll be limited to some degree. So, I think that that feels like it. It probably applies. To like, I w- I would I would say that to anyone, no matter what park, if they've not been to that park before. It feels like you shouldn't go during the pandemic. Yeah, it will probably lessen your experience of the park. That's that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, so so really, my last point is, I just want to see more theme parks in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would that would definitely be nice. Um, you know, having not been to a sort of Disney or Universal park for three years. Yeah, just coming up coming up for three years. That's um, the longest gap I've had ever right three years i mean it's certainly quite a long time that's quite a long time since i've had a gap like that i mean obviously when i was probably younger it would have been it would have been gaps like that i think perhaps two years i think was when i was younger from from about three right onwards yeah i mean obviously there's you know we're probably sounding a little bit entitled um because obviously there's a lot of people that go for many no, years yeah, not having been but at the same time there's a reason we do the show we yeah. you know lots of i know people spend money on different things right yeah we spend the money on on theme park trips and really save and you know we're lucky to have the jobs that we we do you know we, we're definitely not meaning to come across as entitled we miss no. the parks we miss our holidays that we like going on yeah yeah and we're very fortunate both growing up to have parents that also enjoy trips like this and were able to take us of course yeah yeah so so being being able to go back to that would be very nice in 2022 but um, i am i am more excited about going to universal than i am disney yeah i mean i mean there's i don't i i can't think of the number it feels like there's more new stuff at universal that i've not been on well we've got i've got rise of resistance and runaway railway that i've not done yeah um, yeah, I, I I have to. I'd add smugglers run smugglers. to that, and guardians as well. will be open as well. But true, guardians will be open. Yeah, but even then, I just know the way that what Disney's been doing in recent years, mm-hmm. and it annoys me that they're unnecessarily ripping people off. Yeah, Whereas Universal feels the opposite, and I, you know I'm looking forward to Disney because I, I you know as much as I, I say, oh traffic, oh just tomorrow, mm. I love Disney theme parks. I'm not gonna. Turn around and say I don't. 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to going back. I'm looking forward to taking Piper for the first time. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to being back in Epcot, although the Interventions music has gone across the park now. Right, okay. This week, so I'm going to have yeah, to... It feels, like Epcot, it feels like Epcot's going to be a very strange, like, experience. It's the construction site at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many construction walls and things like that that it will be very strange. And then, like, you know, you won't, you know, get the innovation, interventions loop and things like that. I will because I'm taking headphones. <laughs> I'm just gonna be walking around. All, the all three of you just wearing headphones. <laughs> it's very, very strange that they've sort of ditched that. It, it does feel for like a like a really bog standard Spotify playlist. Yeah, like there's no. It doesn't feel like it feels like you would satisfy a lot of guests who've been there before and love that sort of like loop. They would be they would be great and they would be happy with it still being there. Yeah. Any new guests don't wouldn't think anything of it. No. It doesn't feel like you know it. You know, there's nothing. It doesn't particularly sound dated or anything like that, does it? No, it's it just, doesn't at all. It's just a, a a music loop that seems to fit quite well. Yeah. Um. It's so it's strange that they've taking it away very strange i'm not happy with that that's the, most of the reason why i don't like Zach ridley <laughs> what he's done to the epcot loop tell you what zach if i ever get to be in a position of ceo of the walt disney company you are gone mate <laughs> i think he's you i think he's gone. i think he's safe for the moment um but you never know oh i do know he's gone <laughs> get rid of him get rid of him yeah yeah but yeah it, it will be it will be a strange sort of experience going to epcot um yeah no it will but he, yeah i was gonna say but um i think key is just seeing more theme parks in 2022 yeah yeah which which i hope is is likely um yeah because uh, obviously it 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 became possible last year, obviously with the US opening up, that sort of thing. And, you know, people have been able to make it over there and things like that. And and I think if anything, 2022 feels um feels the way the way everything's sort of been progressing, it feels, it feels more like likely. 2022 is going to be the living in the new normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. So yeah, let us know what you th- you're, you're looking forward to from theme parks in 2022. You can find us on all of the socials on Theme Park Trader. Do leave us a review on the podcast app and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>